We are back with another episode of the Black Box Podcast. I'm your host, Ahmed. And I'm your host, John. And this time we have an interview with a good friend of mine, Rondell Payne. He is uh, a Division One soccer player at Stony Brook. So, you know, that's how we know him. But he uh, grew up in Trinidad. So, we kind of just go through his journey of, <clears throat> you know, leaving his family, getting recruited at the high school level, finding a Division One school in America, coming over here, leaving his family, figuring out how to make all these adjustments to being on his own training. And, you know, we also talk a little bit about going through the COVID year, missing out on a year of eligibility, getting that year of eligibility back. And now he's doing a post-grad year, getting his master's, and he's really just trying to lock in and then hopefully secure a spot on a team at the professional level. So I think it's a good one. Yeah, no, Rondell. Rondell is a cool dude, and he was absolutely like it was amazing talking to him. So this is this is definitely a good one. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's just get right into it. We're super excited to uh, announce on Black Box that we have our first advertisement, and it is with our very own podcasting platform, Zencaster, which is what we've been using since day one to record remotely with our guests. Uh, and they become a new sponsor for the show. So tune in, check out the podcast discount link in our show notes, and stay tuned to hear more about why we love Zencaster. Hey guys, really excited to tell you guys about Black Ice, the black-owned jewelry business uh, owned by Sean Moore, who we've had on the podcast before. And if you just think about it, Black Box, Black Ice, it's a match made in heaven. <laughs> I love that. Uh, yeah, so... You know, jewelry in itself, obviously it's flashy, but you know, on Black Box, we like to talk more about the investment aspect. Gold jewelry, as well as watches, are a physical asset class in their own, which is a bit safer. And if you've seen the markets in the past year or so, stock market and crypto have been down a lot, whereas gold is really good at preserving its value. And that's what it's known for. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that I've worked with him before personally to get a gift from my mother that was also a slightly custom piece as well. Uh, I have nothing but good things to say about Sean. He was easy. He was flexible. The price was fair. And, you know, I met up with him, quick and easy transaction. And my mom loved the gift and it turned out great. Yeah. So if all of this sounds good to you, you could check out his website or his socials. Um, it's Black Ice NYC, but it's black with a V instead of an A. And if you're looking for something stock, you could find it there. But he also does custom goods and he specializes in doing custom things with a quick turnaround. Uh, yeah. And also, if you're looking for a specific item, especially with, you know, watches, Sean loves to do sourcing. And because he's in the business, it's a little bit better pricing than going directly through retail and working with, you know, the corporations. We also think it's a bit better. And we talk about that on the pod that you'd be supporting, you know, an upcoming entrepreneur and a small business instead of going and giving your money to these big corporations anyway. Yeah. So again, we're so excited to partner with Black Ice and be sure to check the description down below for uh, hit Sean's socials and his website and stay tuned for cool opportunities coming very soon. Just don't forget to mention the black box sent you. Alrighty. Uh, Rondell, thank you so much. Glad we could finally get you on the podcast. You want to just take a second before we jump into stuff and introduce yourself a little bit? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, 
my name is Ron. Um, I'm from Trinidad and Tobago. I'm an international student athlete here at Stony Brook. Um, I play in Division One soccer. Uh, and yeah, I came here. I started this process in 2018. So uh, I graduated uh, in May of 2022, and uh, now I'm uh, this fall. I'm I'm supposed to be starting my masters in finance. So uh, that's been my journey. Uh, uh, a brief, brief uh, second of my journey uh, so far uh, here in the United States. So, gotcha. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. So, I guess was it because of COVID that you missed a season that you you're coming back for your masters to be an athlete, or did they give everybody an extra year of eligibility? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every 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 sport was given a, a extra year because. Um, Nobody will uh, allow to play competitively uh, during the year of COVID, which was uh, 2020. Um, so that's my uh, junior year. So, um, so we ju- we we were training, um, but besides that, we didn't play any games competitively. So each sport was given an uh, extra year. Uh, we referred to it as the COVID year. Um, so yeah, that's why I'm. Uh, I was given the opportunity to 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 do another year here. So awesome, awesome. Yeah, no. Uh, if it if you guys didn't have the COVID year, are you still eligible to play um, like a D one sport as a master's student, or do you have to be an undergraduate student? Uh no. Um, how how it works? Uh, actually, are uh, you given four years? Um, so I started in twenty eighteen. Uh, if I didn't, if we didn't have the COVID year, uh, I would have been done uh, in in May of 2022. So uh, each athlete is given four years. Uh, sometimes athletes athletes start and they do two years and they want to take a, a gap year. You know, they still have two years of uh, eligibility. So, um, so I would have been done actually, uh, but uh, because of that. You know, again, you know, I was given an extra year. Yeah, uh, gotcha. You know, so gotcha. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Ahmed. Um, I was gonna say, where? How did Stony Brook like come into the conversation when you were looking to come play in the U.S.? Like, how does that process work when you're living in Trinidad, trying to get recruited to Division One mm-hmm. schools? And uh, yeah, I guess could you explain how that process worked? Ah, uh, so um. 2017 was my senior year in high school. Uh, uh, Stony Brook uh, was just one of the schools that reached out to me. Um, UNC uh, reached out, St. John's reached out, uh, Stetson reached out, um, College of Charleston, uh, Jacksonville. There was a couple of schools that reached out that were uh, willing to give me full scholarships, actually. Um, That's awesome. But awesome. That, was only, that was only due to me having, you know, a really good season uh, in my senior year. I mean, I've been playing well uh, before that, but I didn't really, you know, uh, make up my mind or make the conscious decision to, you know, pursue soccer in the United States, you know, as of my senior year. So, um, you know, it was a really long process, you know, um, from uh, having people to come to videotape games, you know, having people to pay to, to make a video, a highlight video, um, and you know, p- put together with training and stuff like that. Uh, 
yeah so um so that that's that's basically uh the process you know i could could speak about the process you know the details and stuff like that you know um, yeah but uh i guess so like you said you you had to ask people to like make videos and yeah, yeah. Kind of, you know like edit this stuff so you had mixtapes to send out when yeah, you made yeah. that conscious decision were you like okay now I got to start making some content of how I play. And then you were like sending them out to people or did you have someone that was sending it out to the right people for you? Or is there like a portal where you upload things and then they get to look at it? Ah, uh, good question. Um, so I had one of my coaches back home, uh, coach Anthony Sherwood. Uh, he really helped me, you know, in this process. Uh, so he is one of the coaches that I was working with, doing workouts with you know, individually before I came up here. Uh, he helped, he have a lot of, um, he's well known in the football, you know, slash soccer world, you know, here in Trinidad and in the United States. Um, so there were a, a couple of, you know, coaches that, you know, he he knew, you know, personally, you know, that he could, um, you know, send on my videos and stuff like that, you know, put in uh, a little word, you know, here and there, you know, but ultimately, you know, uh, it all came down to me, you know, playing well, you know, he could only help me if I was doing well, you know, so, um, you know, uh, yeah. Um, I guess, uh, two, two like quick questions that I just wanted to ask, Mm -hmm. um, before I forget, uh, do you, do you still call the sport football or soccer? (laughs) Ah, that's a good question. Um, I still, I still, I still use football, from time to time to be honest um you know but recently i've you know been you know more conscious you know it's my fourth year here so you know if i'm speaking to someone from here or you know i i would say uh soccer because obviously you know there's football um and it would be yeah. confusing so uh, i do change up but sometimes i do make the mistake and you know say football because that's what i grew up saying so, yeah um, yeah but 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 I'm better at it now. My first two, <laughs> three years it was terrible. You know, everyone thought you were playing on the football team. Yeah, American football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, exactly. I guess yeah. the the other quick question um, is: What position do you play? And have you played this position like your entire like uh, soccer or football career? Um. So I play. I've always played. Uh, in the defense, uh, anywhere in the defense, actually. Uh, but when I was recruited to come here, I was recruited as a center back. So, um, but in coming here uh, and then being, you know, having to compete with so much competitive players, uh, my first year, uh, my first two years, actually, I played right back, you know. Uh, I mean, I did really well there. Um, but if you ask me if which one I prefer, uh, I would say centre-back. You know, I like defending. So, um, being a centre-back, you know, you, you defend a lot, you know. Um, you also kind right of command. You kind yeah, of command yeah, yeah. the defence, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, because you see everything. You're in the middle, you know. Um, but uh, right-back, uh, I, I do love. Um, and I would play, you know, any time. You know, I'm not, you know, like pick and choose. But uh, if you ask me, like, um, I like attacking um and that's what you know right backs nowadays uh you know you have to have you know that attacking mindset you know i'm not really well at attacking so uh, that's why i think i prefer uh center back you know as opposed to playing right back but um last two years i've been playing center back you know i've been doing well there so 
uh, awesome. I hope you know I could 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 transition and you know um, continue doing well in that position. I think I told you already, but you know, back when I played in high school, obviously not mm-hmm. to the Division One level. That's like that. That I feel like when you get to high level, like uh, travel or like club sport, and then Division One soccer. That's when soccer starts to really become an art. When you're like moving the ball yeah. around yeah, really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. In my yeah. high school league, you know, it, it was still more of like people just running the ball up, tackling each other mm-hmm. and coming back down kind of yeah. thing. But when mm-hmm. I played, I was left back. That was the moral of the mm-hmm. comment that yeah. I was trying to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I guess from the jump, when you made the jump from high school to Division One, what were like uh-huh. the main challenges that you had to, you know, get up to speed on so you felt like you could compete with everybody else? Or did you feel like you were competing right from the jump? No, I've, uh, that that's that's um I I felt as though I was competing right from the jump, you know, because um I'm accustomed playing with I have older brothers, you know, I'm accustomed playing with uh, pe- people much older than me. Uh, okay. It's always been been that way uh, because um I think I'm not too familiar with uh how you all I think ninth grade is you know comparison to like form two back home and at maybe ninth grade or tenth grade, I'm not sure. But um, at that age, I was already playing with my, you know, high school senior team, you know. So, oh, okay. you know, I was already playing, with, yeah, with, with guys older and stuff like that. So um, I don't think it's ever been uh, like me having to catch up. Obviously, it's different, you know. It's all guys, you know, competing uh, at your level, you know, high school, you know, you might have you uh, being, you know, a really good player. And then, you know, the next player is, you know, an okay player, but. You know, college, especially D1 too, um, everyone, you know, is really good. You know, even the person you're competing with, you know, it's, you know, excellent player too. So, um, it was, yeah, it was, it was different, you know, but um, I think I adjusted pretty well, you know. It's more at that point, just trying to get the edge on everyone around you and being a little bit better, but yeah. Exactly. That's, that's all what it comes down to, um, having that edge, you know, so. Gotcha. But everyone is, could play. Yeah. Is there was there like a like a lifestyle change or like some like weightlifting that you had to do um, specific for playing at the D one level? Um. Yeah. Actually, there's way more fitness uh, that you have to do. Uh, when I before I came up here in 2018, I was working with a personal trainer uh, back home. So you know. Um, She's a really good trainer, actually. Um, and, you know, she had me doing a lot of, you know, weights and conditioning and stuff like that. Um, but even coming here, you know, I still had more to do, you know. So um, it was an adjustment, you know, doing more weights, obviously, in college uh, than high school and, you know, having to um, be fitter and stuff like that. Um, it, it, it's tough, but, um Yeah. I think, again, that kind of comes down to, like I was just talking about that edge. When you're in high school, if you're a really good player, you don't have to do those extra things because you're already so much better skill-wise. But then when you get exactly. to college, when you're competing at such a high level, you got to be yeah. taking care of your nutrition. You're, you got to be lifting weights to get that little bit of extra yeah. strength, in, improving exactly. your jumping ability as a defender mm-hmm. so you can get those head balls. You know? Podcasting remotely can be challenging, but with Zencaster, 
the product that we use to record our episodes. It doesn't really have to be. Zencaster's all-in-one web-based solution makes the process pretty quick and painless, which is, you know, the way we really want it to be. If you've been listening to The Black Box for a while now, you know that we constantly talk about how we want to bring the best quality and the best content for our listeners, you guys. And with Zencaster, they provide crystal clear sound and gorgeous HD video for us as we record our episodes with our guests. Uh, not to mention it's easy to use. That's why we really like it because instead of having to coach you know, guests on how to set up a podcast if they haven't been on one before, we basically just say show up with a mic and a, a computer and you're good to go with Zencaster. Zencaster is all about making your podcast experience easy and and with everything from local recording to automatic post-production tools, if you want to use those, uh, you don't even have to leave your browser to get the entire episode done. If you go to zen.ai slash blackbox and enter our promo code blackbox, you'll get 30% off on your first three months of Zencaster Pro. That's zen.ai slash blackbox, B-L-A-C-K-B-O-X. It's time to share your story. I yeah, feel yeah like, exactly, exactly. I feel like the, I, I don't know, maybe... I don't know necessarily if this is true. Maybe Rondell, you could um, you could comment on this. Are the center backs of the team uh, maybe alongside like the goalkeepers? They're usually like, the bigger, the biggest and or strongest people on the team, right? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, you're, you're right. You know, um, and if I want to go pro at that position, you know, that's one of the uh, I wouldn't say disadvantages, but you know, something that I have to you know deal with, you know, because. Uh, coaches like you know tall center backs, you know, because uh, for corners and stuff like that, you know, you want you know tall people inside there who could you know head the ball away from the goal and stuff like that, you know. So, um, yeah, like they are actually you know usually the the tallest and the strongest on the team, you know. So, um, you know, yeah, usually uh, the, have, the. What were you gonna say? No, no, no. I said I had actually it had one coach. Uh, uh, last season, you know, I was playing center back, you know, and he was saying, um, you know, how I play, uh, like I'm this height, you know, but I play, you know, like somebody who's, you know, really tall, you know, or really. Is your jumping you know? ability? Yeah, you know, and you know, I'm really physical. I'm a really physical player, you know. So um, I guess that's why, you know, I could, you know, kind of, um, I could kind of make up with, you know, not being as big or Definitely. as tall, you know, at, at that position. I was going to say, when, when I came to watch a game, <clears throat> I went to a Stony Brook soccer game, what, maybe yeah, that like was a like year a, ago? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, fall 2021. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you you know, you held your own plenty well. And I feel like you, you're really athletic, and that's probably what gives you that yeah, ability to, yeah. like, it does it makes up for, like you said, the maybe the lack of height. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, so. And that, that was super um, fun to watch. Sony Brook yeah, yeah, yeah. soccer is like playing at a really high level, which I thought was impressive. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess kind of a different aspect outside of the soccer a little bit, you know, cause you, how far is it on a plane or how far does it take you to get back home to your family? Like, um, so the flight back to Trinidad from, uh, JFK is, uh, approximately like five hours. So, okay. It's not uh, too bad, but yeah, you still got to take a flight and finances yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, my real question is, you know, like, how did you adjust to that? Because how many times had you been away from family prior to college, you know? Uh, like, um, I played on my national under 20 team and we were away for like a month, a month and a half. But that's, that's, really that's it, right? honestly the, the, the longest I've stayed away from my family. And then 
coming with COVID. Uh, and then my back home, they had a travel restriction. So um, flights were, were not going in and stuff like that. So I didn't see my family for two years, you know, so. Um, exactly. Yeah. How how do you deal with that? Like that was probably an adjustment in its own because, you know, there have been times in my life where I've gone through like trials and tribulations and, and tough mm-hmm. challenges, but I've only mm-hmm. ever been more than a, f- a few hours away from my family for an extended yeah. period of time. So if I ever needed mm-hmm. them, they've came to me or I've went to them. I guess it, yeah. you know, it's, it's harder when you're like far away from your family and maybe feel alone in some aspects. Like, how did you get through that? Ah, uh, well, I mean, um, my girlfriend, you know, Susanna, you know, um, and then her family, you know, uh, uh you know, uh, my family too, you know, right now, you know, so, yeah. uh, you know, they help, you know, they help a lot, you know, they always, you know, willing to, you know, uh, help out where they can and stuff like that. Um, and then I have uh, one of my best friends uh, on the team. He's also from Trinidad. His family, you know, been really supportive here. Uh, also, you know, my, I have my uncle in Texas that I spend the whole summer uh, by last summer. Um, you know, so I have people around that could 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 help you know and give me that uh you know emotional support you know financial support if i do you know i'm just you know just being in my corner you know um yeah so, yeah that's uh, nice. I, yeah that that's that's a big help actually you know because i i don't think you know i would have been doing this well if you know i was you know alone you know if i didn't have you know my girlfriend or uh if i didn't have you know people that i could you know rely on you know so yeah of course um, yeah um, so I, I know earlier, uh, you mentioned that you are, you're looking to play professionally. Do you know yeah. where you want to play? Like, do you want to play in the U S professionally or do you want to go somewhere to a different country, maybe back home? Like, do you know what you want to do or is it kind of just up in the air for now? Uh, I have an idea, you know, it's still not you know solid or you know solidify in any way but um i do have you know an idea of where i want to go you know and i'm working towards it you know obviously uh, i would like to you know play pro uh, and if you know given a chance you know here in the united states you know that would be you know a really big deal because uh, the mls you know keeps getting better you know so um uh, each football player if you ask them you know they would want to play professionally in europe you know um, you know, but, you know, given, you know, the circumstances and, you know, given, uh, you know, where I'm from and stuff like that, there, there are, you know, limitations to that, you know. So, um, you know, obviously, you know, I'd want to go pro, but uh, it's kind of, you know, take it where I can, you know. In, yeah, in, yeah. In, in that, yeah, you know. So, um, I guess, is it, have you had to prepare similarly to how you did at the end of high school where you have to start, reaching out to the right people, having certain conversations. Maybe you're thinking about, I don't know, getting an agent or things like that. I don't know. What's yeah, the preparation? Uh, so, so in, in college, um, one of the rules, uh, we're not allowed to have like uh, agents uh, while being uh, in, in college, you know, because uh, that could could uh, affect your eligibility and stuff gotcha. like that. So, um, so it's, it's basically, you know, just kind of marketing yourself as you know right now you know you make videos you put it up on your social media you know sometimes your friends you know repost your videos and stuff like that but um that's that's where um that's as far as it goes you know Um, i feel like that's also something that's that's changed a lot is 
you know, maybe six, seven, eight years ago, right? I mean, even a little bit farther back when mm-hmm. social media wasn't as established, it was yeah. a lo- probably a lot harder to self-promote yourself. But now that you can go on social yeah. media and everyone's using it, there's LinkedIn, there's Facebook, there's, exactly. you know, Instagram exactly. for a lot of people, just because that's where everyone really is at. But, you know, you can make, there are people that have gone viral and gotten themselves a, a college scholarship or a pro yeah. deal because of the, just the self-promoting and maybe a, a video or two went viral or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Or this, this is a bit, a bit of a random question, but are there any like mm-hmm. unique uh, tricks that you're able to do either with, with the ball or without that you think could make a viral video? No, I, 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 I'll be honest. No, I wouldn't say uh, there's anything that I could do um, that would. I mean, obviously, if some, if if I do have a really good game, um, and I, you know, somehow, you know, make a video and you know, post that game, you know, overall, you know, I could. But uh, I'm not really of a, um, I'm not really a, a skillful player, you know, in terms of uh, that's not what I've been known to to do. Um, so. Uh, you know, I stick to where I'm good at, you know, if, if, yeah. if I do want to make a video like that, you know, I would, you know, have to make, you know, maybe a, a highlight video or something like that, but there's, and then too, like people like coaches don't really, you know, um, coaches don't really, you know, wouldn't, they, they would make note it or maybe notice it, but, uh, they wouldn't give a con- contract to someone who's, you know, just, you know, posting tricks and stuff. Like that, doing like yeah. a rainbow or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they would, they would, you know, think you're a skillful player, but you know, you have to back that up in, in, in yeah. the game, you know. So yeah, uh, one like something like a very, I would say, maybe specific question to you, Rondell, is I know uh-huh. like, um, in in football or soccer and similar to other sports, I feel like. Uh-huh offensive plays are a lot easier to make a highlight reel with right like if you ha- yeah. if you for example played a striker like you could po- have a video of all of your goals or all of your free kicks or something like that mm-hmm. but as a defender even though may like it's arguably you're like the like especially a center back i would think you're like the anchor of the team mm-hmm. is it harder it, yeah is it harder it to rough? make is it I harder saying, to make the? <laughs> I was just saying that's what I, that's what you call it. You just call it an anchor. The the center back is usually the anchor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, is it harder to I, make a video? Um, I I I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. Um, I I think uh, offensive players and defensive players uh, are given you know the like. Each each of them could make a um, equally good video, you know. Um, center backs, obviously, as a defender and as a offensive player, you know, coaches or why you'd be making a video, you know, you'd be uh, implementing different, you know, uh, you know, um, skills, you know. So, uh, so as a defender, you know, if I'm making a video, you know, I would wanna uh, highlight, you know, me winning headers, you know, um, making good passes out the back. You know, uh, my teams, uh, my team are doing well. You know, in terms of having clean sheets. You know, um, you know stuff like that. You know, me just yeah. being defensive, uh, defensively good. You know, overall. You know, but uh, as a as a offensive player, I think it's it's really hard too because um, you know, 
for them to be classified as you know having a good season, you know they have to have a certain amount of uh, assists or, or goals. You know, as a striker, you know you can't say you had a really good season with one goal. You know, so um, I, I think, I think it's, also, it's, yeah, I think it's it it's also like you know the thing that Ahmed was saying. Mm-hmm. It's a dip, it's a difference between like a video for entertainment and a video for you know, someone to realize your yeah, skills. Yeah, yeah. It might be more entertaining to watch someone, you know, like do some moves, oh, like yeah. deke de- exactly. the defender out and then score a goal in the top corner. But exactly. to a to a coach or a recruiter, mm-hmm. there's a specific set of things and skills that they're they already know what they're looking for. And also yeah. half of them have to do with like your body language, your attitude to your teammates, like all that That's stuff definitely. that people don't really think about. So you know exactly a recruiter knows what, what a good defender is going to be or usually like a a template of what a good defender is going to be so they're going to look mm-hmm. for that but yeah i yeah. guess it's not it's not as highlight worthy as maybe exactly you know, a midfielder exactly. or attacker but yeah 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 because when 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 i was um when the uh unc were interested in me um you know they wanted to see a highlight video also but you know um the coach sherwood who was helping me out uh, he had to make a uh, he had to videotape a whole game, you know, and send for them, you know. So they wanted to see uh, the game from start to finish, you know, no highlights, anything, just just the game, you know. So, you know, obviously they wanted maybe to, you know, look at body language, as you say, and, you know, how I'm, you know, communicating with my teammates and, you know, so much, in, you know, to the game, you know, um, that, you know, that recruiters and, you know, professional coaches look for you know just not just on the field too you know so um, i feel like that's also you know like obviously the highlights and the good plays are good but those only come mm -hmm. like you know a handful of times in every game the rest of the stuff the filler stuff is you know how you're communicating with your teammates you being a high school captain or whatever are you commanding the team and and having them do what you want them to do especially from the back of the field that kind of stuff right yeah yeah yeah, and I I know I know you touched on like some like analytics earlier. Do you know um just how thorough like the college analytics are for for soccer? It's 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 a lot. It's like uh my first season, um actually all my seasons that we played are competitive games. Um, you know, we have to wear uh GPS monitors to train, you know, to see how much um, you know, we run uh this uh training, how much, you know, uh of a load they could put on us this week, you know, um, you know, how certain players, you know, are doing uh fitness wise, you know, just keeping track on everything, you know, not just to see, you know, that we're working hard, but also to help in reco in, in recovery. Um, you know, we get uh match scouts, we do match scouts every game, you know, on the opposing team, you know, which players are, you know, strong. Uh, the coaches, you know, they do a really good job in, in terms of, you know, like detailing every single thing, you know, so you're going into the game, you know, you know, who kicks with this foot, you know, it's everything, you know? So, um, yeah. Yeah. I feel it's not, it's not like high school or travel where you're like, Ooh, I wonder wonder who the best player is. Like sometimes you won't know when you, when you pull up, you're like, Oh, I don't know who's going to be the best player. Who do I have to watch out for when you pull up to, yeah, you know, (laughs) Yeah, you know his name, you know, you know everything. You know his birthday, you know his mom's <laughs> <Yeah>. name. <laughs> you know, you know, you know a lot. You know, that's that's kind of like the episode I, that we did with uh, we did one back with uh, he's an assistant coach for Division three basketball, 
And he was uh-huh. kind of touching just on what he did at the Division Three level, but he also kind of mm-hmm. shed some light on the fact that in Division One they go crazy. They have every metric. They, you know, yeah. record everything every to a T. Yeah, but everything. Again, that's the edge too. That's another part exactly. of the edge. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, I, I mean, it, for players too, like it's 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 good to, uh, you know, to know. You know, to you, you feel. If you're going into something and you're feeling really prepared, you know, you're going to, you know, be confident. A little more confident, so, yeah. Yeah, so. Of course. So, I'm guessing I'm guessing you guys watch a lot of film as a team. And yes, dis- yeah, we do. We do we do film as a team and we do film uh, individual, like, so defenders, you know, attackers. We do, you know. Yeah. The coaches do a really good job with that, you know. And then, like, going back, I'd games to see mistakes and stuff like that but you know why we let this school happen like it's everything you know so um you know that that's that's one difference from high school you know it's high school you just go you, you know you train hard but you just go and you play you know um colleges you know a whole well university is a whole different uh <laughs> level you know yeah so, yeah for sure and i just wanted to reiterate one more time that this episode was made with zencaster and check out our coupon code below if you're interested to utilize their tools um all right okay i'm i know i know i've been asking a lot about like very specific things but um uh-huh. during like during during the active season right how does it work with with practice and games and your class and your coursework right because you are you're mm-hmm. still a student at the same yeah, time student first. yeah yeah um so for season um so for each class we get uh a form that says you know which games uh, we're going to be missing and stuff like that so we give our professors that signed by our, our academic advisor um every every semester you know so they know you know um you know you, you still have to send them an email and say oh you know um professor you know I'm going to miss uh, this class, you know, or this exam because I have, you know, a travel, uh, or I have a game, you know, I have to travel this day and stuff like that. I mean, so like, or are the professors at Stony Brook like understanding of everything? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, they my don't. Um, they yeah. don't really have a choice, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. They like for for in like if you so we are fall sport, you know. Um, in season, you know, we are allowed to miss games if we have, you know, like a game schedule or travel schedule for that uh for that day or week or whatever. Um but in, in the spring, um, you know, you have to go to all classes, you know, uh, because we're not a spring sport. You know, you have to go to every exam. Uh we don't have training um on weekends in the spring. So, you know, um and then we don't have like we don't travel and stay in hotels in the spring, you know, so we're not going to miss any class or any exam, you know, gotcha. but in the fall, as a whole different ball game, you know, um, you know, we actually miss a lot of class and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's always good to have, you know, people that, you know, in the class that could, you know, give you the know that you miss or, you know, give you, you know, uh, important information, yeah. you know, um, is like, so say like, uh, if you go back to like just any day during the fall semester, like what? What is like your daily schedule look like? Do you have practice in the morning and then classes and then something else at uh-huh. night? Like, how does it look? Uh, uh, so it changes every semester, every season, I should say. 
uh, because we have uh, something called a training block. So each year, uh, each team, um, you know, has a specific time that they have to train, you know. So my first year, uh, we trained in the morning. You know, my second year, we trained in the evening, you know. So I had to uh, make classes or make my schedule around training, you know, because uh, athletes are given um chance to enroll in, you know, classes before our regular students because of this, um, because of this reason, you know? Um, yeah. So, you know. You actually get to yeah, pick so, classes first, right? Before everybody. Huh? You get to pick classes before everyone, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do. Um, we do get to pick classes um, before, before everyone. Uh, I remember what I was going to say too. Sorry. Uh, you know, the reason why they it's all just commonplace for you to be able to miss classes and exams for travel and everything is because, you know, uh-huh. the school, the school puts a lot of money into, you know, the scholarships for you guys, the equipment, yeah, yeah, the yeah. coaches, yeah. The, you know, the trainers, nutritionists, everything. So mm-hmm. if you think about it also, college sports is also like a revenue stream for the school. So they're yeah, looking exactly. at you as a way for them, you know, obviously to advance your career and, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully get Somebody, you to the next yeah. level and get your education for free or for yeah. a very cheap cost, but it's also for them to make money. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So they're, they're not going to want to yeah, lose yeah. money by you just sitting in on one class or something like yeah, that. Or you're, one you're right. You know, I'm, I'm missing a game, you know? Yeah. 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 You're right. You know, so. Um, Especially at division one level, I feel. Yeah. 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 Um, but I it guess. Is, it is. Yeah. You, 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 you could go on. You could go on. Oh no. Um, I, I guess like I just had like one one last question. Um, what were like what were the other schools that you guys played? Like, were you playing like mostly in the northeast of the U.S. or was it like all over the country? Like, how was that? Uh-huh. Um. So, uh, my first. Oh, so so this season, um, we actually just entered a new conference, CAA conference. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to be playing new teams. So my my uh, first four years, uh, we were in America East. So we were playing uh, Vermont, New uh, Albany, um, New Hampshire, um, UMBC. Uh, what who else? Uh, Binghamton. Yeah, Hartford and Binghamton, Hartford. You know those those schools. You know, um, yes, you know East Coast. Uh, because we never re- we uh, I never took a a plane ride to go anywhere. Um, because we never had to, you know, so we just take, uh, we do bus rides, um, mm-hmm. and sometimes we use the ferry, uh, but, um, other than that, uh, yeah, um, it's just, and now and you're playing we, him. Oh, yeah, we, and, yeah, <laughs> sorry. Caught it live. <laughs> sorry. No, yeah, you're so good. we play, um, so we, uh, CAA now, so we play, uh, new, uh, North Northeastern. Um, we play. I'm not really like from. I, I I actually uh, saw a little screenshot. Let me bring it up. Oh, yeah, it's from the basketball team, but pretty similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all the same schools. You know. um, Sony broke. You know, but we we play a couple uh schools in in Carolina and stuff like that. Uh, so, um, I think we we're gonna be traveling a okay. little bit more. Um, it looks year. like. Sorry, uh, it looks like you're playing teams like Northeastern, uh, Towson, yeah. UNC Wilmingham. Is yeah. that UNC? Uh, Monmouth, Hofstra, Drexel, so, yeah. William and Mary, 
Yes. You know, so it, it definitely seems like, you know, jumping from the American East to the CAA is, it was a bump up in the competition, right? And it was good for the, the school. Yes, yes, yes. You know, um, uh, we actually, as a program, been doing uh, really well. Uh, so um, it was inevitable to, you know, them, you know, and then uh, Stony Brook and the, you know, administration, you know, they really uh, ambitious, you know. Um, you know, they want more for the student athletes, you know. Uh, they want us to, you know, be challenged more and stuff like that because the universities we're going to play now. Um, uh, the universities in, in America East were, you know, really good, you know, but, um, CA, you know, have, you know, really good universities in terms of, you know, their, their athletic, uh, athletic programs and stuff like that. So, um, and then the soccer, you know, conf uh, the soccer part of the CAA, you know, is a, a better conference too, you know, so, um, it's much tougher and stuff like that. So, I, it's, I'm really excited. You know, yeah, congrats. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's always it's yeah. a big deal when a school changes conferences, yeah. especially to a bigger one or not bigger, yeah, but exactly. you know, technically stronger. So, yes, yeah. Uh, Ahmed, if you didn't have any other questions, I got one more, and then we could wrap it up. Uh, Rondell, what's uh -huh. one piece of advice that you could leave the audience with? You know, maybe it has to do with like how you got here, your work ethic, anything, anything you think is important for people to know that want to be able to like achieve a goal that you have so far? Um, there, I mean, there's going to be a lot of um, sacrifices, you know, um, you know, back home, you know, I trained a lot, you know, I wasn't able to, I mean, I would, I was able to, you know, go out with friends and stuff like that, but I wasn't able to, you know, go out a lot, you know, uh, I spent most of my time training, you know, in the gym, uh, on the field, you know, stuff like that, you know, trying to improve my game, you know, and that, you know, speaks to it itself, you know, um, you know, I was able to, to go to the next level in terms of, you know, coming, co coming to a, a D1 college, um, you know, I'm, I'm doing well, you know, not just coming and, you know, being a, a, a spot on your roster, you know, just a number, you know, I'm, you know, actually, uh, I could do better, you know, I'm not, you know, satisfied with, you know, uh, how I've been doing, you know, but I am, you know, thankful and I am, uh, uh, like, you know, I'm, I'm happy, you know, with, with where I've, you know, come, you know, as a individual too, you know, a lot of growth, you know, being away from your family, you know, so, yeah, I think um, that's you know, I was able to, you know, I mean, I, I was kind of forced, you know, to, to mature and stuff like that, you know, um, I still don't have the, the cooking, oh yeah having to move away is definitely a yeah, challenge yeah, yeah, you got to learn a lot was, of things out of nowhere exactly you know that was that was one of the toughest things you know um you know because i've uh, been from trinidad you know i'm accustomed to you know um, different foods and uh, stuff like that you know but um, i'm i'm doing well you know um i have a good a good chef you know in my you know, she and then her family, you know, they, they love food too, you know, so um, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. No, and I mean, it's, I, I guess you could say that you're, you know, you're happy, but you're not satisfied. And I think that's yes, a good, yes, yes. good place I'm, to be. I'm, 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 I'm happy, but you know, I, I know I could do uh, better. And, uh, hopefully this season I could, you know, show uh, both, you know, in the classroom and, and on the field, you know, because, you know, I was growing, uh, my mom, you know, my parents, you know, grew me up, you know, with that, uh, level of stability, you know, I have to, uh, be equally as good in, in football, you know, 
uh, in the classroom too. Uh, but it's tough. Really good, yeah. But uh, I, 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 I do my best, you know, and I do well. So. Dude, that's all you can do. You know, you just got to try your best every day. And obviously you've been doing that if, you know, you've gotten as far as you have. So I think, mm-hmm. and I'll definitely be looking forward to, you know, hearing about your games. Hopefully I can make it out to one, two again this year. I know I'm not, I do yeah, want to yeah, come yeah. catch you. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, man, I'm happy for you. You know, I yeah. wish you the best yeah, of luck yeah. with everything. And obviously we're going to stay in touch. We're going to see each other more, but you know, yeah, just for the podcast, like, mm-hmm. Happy for yeah, you. And, I really, yeah, I'm, 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 I like what you all doing here too. You know, I had a good time. You know, I was kind of. Thank uh, you. I wasn't obviously when you asked me. You know, I, you know, is you. You know, I would say yes right away. Uh, but um, I appreciate that. You know, I was a bit, a bit nervous and scared and stuff like that. But uh, I had, I had a lot of fun. You know. Of course, and, and that's also like. Oh, sorry, you go. I know. I'm just saying. You know, hopefully, you know what I have to say. You know, could help. You know, someone. You know, uh, if it's just one person. You know, I. Uh, I'd be happy with that, you know. Um, but you'll have a good thing going here. You know, I like, Thank you. I like it. Thanks very well, yeah, much. Well, yeah, that's, you know, like, it, when you try anything at first, you're going to be nervous. Like, the first time we sat down to record, we probably tried, like, four or five times because we were just nervous uh, and, like, didn't know what to say. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> how it was for you at soccer, like, the first time you stepped on, like, a field at the next level, you probably were nervous. So, that's kind of just yeah, I was, kind of just how it yeah, goes. But once you get used exactly. to it a little bit, then you get comfortable. And now, you know, me and Ahmed have a pretty easy time talking in front of it, in yeah, front of the mic. But yeah, I mean, if you if you didn't really even know me, but I've talked about this on the pod a couple of times and with my friends as well mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. like this podcast, it's given me so much in many aspects. But one of them was the ability to, you know, speak with people that I've uh-huh. never talked to before comfortably when before, you know, yeah. interviewing for jobs and internships, like I was the person that was nervous and would like stutter mm-hmm. over my words and things like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. just, just, <laughs> just a, a full circle kind of point to make, but either way, uh, this would be a good point to wrap it, I guess. Uh, uh yeah. Rondell, you know, appreciate you coming on. Obviously appreciate you being a great friend to me as well. Yeah. Um, and I know that definitely someone in the audience will be able to take something from this. Uh, mm-hmm. Ahmed, do you want to send us off? Sure. Um, Rondell, <laughs> it was, it was a pleasure actually meeting you and getting to speak with you. Um, yeah, I'm really yeah. excited to, to see, I guess, like what you're able to do this, this next year and in your hope yeah. and, I'll be sure to keep an eye out for uh, for when you make it to the big leagues uh, or the yeah, bigger yeah, leagues. Uh, I I have faith in you. You you have you have the uh, you definitely have the character for it. Um, mm-hmm. But thank you so much for for coming on the podcast. And um, I guess for everyone listening, you know where to find us at Black Box Podcast. No A in the black on Instagram and Twitter. Black Box Podcast with an A in the black on TikTok. Um, if you like what you're hearing and you're interested in hearing more, we have all of our episodes on whatever streaming platform you listen to. And uh, it would go a long way if you're able to leave us a review. So I think I think this was, this was awesome. And um, I guess uh, we'll see you guys all next week. Thank you. Take Peace. care.